Well, good morning, everybody. Uh, thank you for joining us. Sorry for a little late start. We have some technical challenges this morning where we're uh, improvising uh, this week and we're we'll hoping to get those fixed better for next week. Anyway, here we are. Um, we're going to conclude our series this morning on walking in the fear of the Lord. Uh, I'm enjoying this series. I'm going to be starting a new series next week. Uh, I forget the title of it right now, but <coughs> excuse me, anyway. Uh, so we're going to be talking uh, this morning about walking in the fear of the Lord. So, and we will have our Bible study tonight at 6 o'clock right here. Uh, same Facebook Live channel. We'll have that tonight. So we look forward to you joining us tonight. Anyway, if you have your Bibles this morning, go ahead and turn with me to Acts chapter 9. Acts chapter 9. Actually, I'll just do without the words on the screen since it's just us. So go ahead and have your Bibles in Acts chapter 9, verse 31. It says, Then the churches throughout all Judea, Galilee, and Samaria had peace and were edified and walking in the fear of the Lord and the comfort of the Holy Spirit. And they were multiplied. Again, and they were the early church. When the church was born in, Acts, in the book of Acts, it says, And they were walking in the field of the Lord, and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, and they were multiplied. This has been one of my key verses. We've talked about a lot of different things about the subject about walking in the field of the Lord. And I know the subject of the field of the Lord is not necessarily popular, even especially today. It's not politically correct, for one. And we're not about being politically correct, we're about being biblically correct. But when we're talking about fear, we're not talking about being afraid of God. We're talking about a reference, an awe towards God, a respect, an honor towards God and His Word. We're talking about trusting God, relying on God, His Word, and whatnot. Um, and we talk about a lot of different things in, in that regard, in relationships, in, 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 in morality, and different things of that nature. But we're talking about walking in the field of the Lord. And, and, and I think one time, let me quote just Andrew Womack for, for a moment, and this is my own take. The field of the Lord is in dire need in our day. We actually heard a message from Andrew Womack in January in Phoenix, and he talked on this subject, which kind of inspired a subject I've been wanting to talk about for a while and just kind of confirmed it and, and whatnot. <coughs> but... You know, the fear of the Lord, we need a, a respect and honor for God and His Word. If God and His Word is not the number one thing that we're trusting in, the number one source that we're relying on, then in this day and age, when things are becoming less gray, more black and white, when in, in a society that's calling good evil, evil good, and other things, we, we're going to be in trouble. We need to be grounded we need to be established in the fear of God. We need to be established in trusting and relying on God where we fear God and not men. And at the same point in time, you know, I, I keep going back to this, this whole concept of trusting God. We spent a, a several weeks and several hours on just talking about from Proverbs chapter 3 about trusting the Lord with all your heart, not leaning on our own understanding. In all your ways, God will direct your path straight. Even at times where things are falling apart. And, and Sherry and I, we've been going through our own trial in the last recent weeks. And I'm not going to go into that specifically. 
but we've had to sometimes daily, sometimes throughout, moment by moment, turn back to where we're going to trust God. We're going to trust His Word. His Bible says that His Word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. That He honors His own Word above His name. You know, we talk about the fear of the Lord, and some people will argue with David as his Old Testament. And more I argue, I just read your verse in the New Testament, how they walked in the fear of the Lord and were completely, and were covered, and the cup of the Holy Spirit were multiplied. Jesus walked in the fear of the Lord. He wasn't afraid of his daddy. He wasn't afraid of God. But he respected, he honored, he trusted, he relied on the Father above everything else. <clears throat> and then when we're talking about the fear of the Lord, we're talking about trusting God. We're talking about faith. And the, the Bible talks about at length about how there's laws, how faith in works. There's laws in God's kingdom that talk about how the power of God works. And the power of God works by faith. As we trust God, as we rely on God. And there's laws. There's laws not in laws. And concern, I'm not talking about commandments. I'm talking about how there's, there's spiritual laws. Just as there's natural laws. The law of gravity, for instance. The laws that govern electricity and whatnot. There's laws that govern. There's spiritual laws. And there's laws of the kingdom of God. That they're just laws. That they work every single time. They're not a respecter of persons. Electricity, gravity will work for everyone as long, <coughs> as long as you are complying with those laws. Gravity works all the time. At the same point in time, there's other laws. There's the laws of lift and thrust. There's a law of uh, thermodynamics. You know, if the once in the, in the law of Lift and thrust can override, in one sense, the law of gravity. But once the law of lift and thrust stops working, gravity will take over. Just try it in an airplane. Turn off the engine just for a few seconds, and you'll see the law of gravity is still there. It works every single time. But there's also laws that govern electricity. Electricity works better through copper than through wood. Try wiring your house with wood and see how well electricity works. It won't work. It won't work effectively. It won't work. But copper will work. And so there's... When I, I'm trying to paint a picture just using science for, 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 uh, for a reason. That there's scientific laws that God has governed, that has caused to govern this earth. But there's laws of God's kingdom that govern faith. And govern how things will work. I'm trying to make a point here that I actually just overlooked. The fear of the Lord is one of those these things in the kingdom of God that releases the power of God. I want to say that again. The fear of God is one of the things among others that releases the power of God in our lives. The early church walked in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit and they were multiplied. See, a lot of people, and I talked at length in weeks, a couple of weeks ago from Acts chapter 1, how the, the power of God will come upon us and we shall be witnesses to the earth. When the Holy Spirit comes upon us, we 
when the power of God comes upon us, we are to be witnesses. And I venture to say that most of us who are listening today, including myself, want to see the power of God working in our midst. The world, society, is longing to see the power of God. Now they might not put it in that phrase, they might not put it in that context, but look at just look at our movies today. Look at our music and a lot of our, uh, uh, different things, but just go with movies for a moment. A lot of the supernatural, superheroes, all of the, 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 the Avenger movies, or, or the, uh, am I saying it right, uh, the Marvel movies, let me just put it in that context, that are out there. Look at all the, even uh, occult type of movies, Harry Potter and other things that are, that are trying to tap into the supernatural. Wrong, dangerous, some of these are, but there's still, there's a, there's, a, there's a hunger, there's a lust, there's a desire for the supernatural. And the fear of God, the fear of the Lord is a, is one avenue in the laws of God's kingdom that will release the power of God in our midst. Let me just paint the picture this way. I want to see the supernatural. I want to see miracles taking place as they did in Jesus' day. I have, we can go through the Old Testament and New Testament and the early church have miracle after miracle after miracle. And there's nothing wrong with a miracle. I want to see miracles. But there's one thing about a miracle is that a miracle in many ways is short-term. It's a, it's a short-term manifestation. And there's nothing wrong with miracles. I think we need to see more miracles. I think we, the norm should see miracles in the one sense. Hopefully you're getting my, what? Painted, I painted picture. We need to see the supernatural. The world needs to see that there is a God that lives. They need to see the supernatural. Like we, we mentioned throughout the study by Joseph, with Daniel, Shabbat, Meshach, and Abednego, and others. Moses before the battle. And another, another miracle that we have in the Old Testament. But I think there's something better than just living from miracle to miracle. Because a lot of times if you're living from miracle to miracle, you're living from trial to trial. Yes, how many other questions are rising throughout the world of the law? Yes, we can look at these testament apostles and how they go through trial and trial through persecution. But I believe it's also a quality of life that we can live because we learn to walk in the Lord. We learn to walk in God's
Thank <laughs> you. 
You'll see how 
Even though the lips and rubs, as the 
Thank you. Thank you. 